Bishop. We've actually kind of already started talking about a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, why don't you kind of introduce what you've been doing? Because I know you. We talked about concierge service. Yeah. The media. You're doing a lot of creative stuff. Yeah. You have your own podcast. Yes. So why don't you yeah, sure. So um, my name is Marvel Bishop, uh, originally from New York, uh, Long Island. Been here since about 2009, went to FIU. Um, pretty much a creative serial entrepreneur. Um, when I first started in 2007, um, I actually didn't, wasn't even really like an entrepreneur at all, honestly. I was actually, you know, a photographer and videographer was definitely like, you know, a content creator, which is focusing on like, you know, just creating like dope content and dope media and dope uh, value. And um, after that, I will say maybe about 2000 and maybe 13, that's when I, you know, pretty much uh, started working for Story. I started working for David Grutman. Um, and that's why I did like security, hence me being like 6'11, yeah, 350. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people get kind of like, whoa, wait, I didn't know he was that damn big, you know? Um, but yeah, so I pretty much, you know, started, you know, the whole um, security thing at Story for about three years. And then I would say in 2014, that's when I actually opened up my first LLC. And that's when I was actually start doing like, you know, photography, videography, and also kind of balancing my life when it comes to that with the nightlife with private security. And then in about maybe four years ago, that's when I uh, started my, my concierge company. So I've been pretty much been doing that in a while. Um, I kind of call myself, not kind of, I definitely call myself uh, the ace of all trades. Um, that's kind of like, you know, kind of like my thing, my niche, um, because I, I'm just so, I feel like I'm definitely great at a lot of things that definitely kind of is cohesive with one another. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, like I'm great at like photography and I'm great like at agriculture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, everything yeah. I'm great at definitely like kind of like falls, falls in niche. So. And so. So, so the concierge service that I pretty much provide is a, it's a, it's a high level VIP service um, for clients that come here to Miami. Um, pretty much, I give them the experience of how to pretty much live and how to you know experience Miami. Um, we're based out here, but we're also based out in New York. Um, also, we were talking about Dubai before. I also have a partner in Dubai as well. Um, uh, New York, LA, Atlanta. I just partnered with somebody in Atlanta. Um, LA and as well as um, Las Vegas. So um, it's literally anybody that wants any type of service when it comes to cars, yachts, mansions, clubs, um, <clears throat> private security, you know, pretty much every single sector. And then we try to just, you know, make them uh, not only have a good time, but also feel safe at the same time too. Because there's a lot of people here in Miami, unfortunately, that are, are like, just like scumbags, you know what I'm saying? Like all they care about is just like the money part and like try to like swindle and try to like get over the clients rather than actually like actually providing them the experience. So yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, one of the things I do for that company as well. Yeah, and you were saying though, because of the pandemic, that obviously that part of the world kind of shut down. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of shifted now towards more of your media marketing. Yeah, so, so, so let me tell you. So, um... When did the pandemic happen? Pandemic happened what, like the second week of For March? Me, March 11th. March. I remember specifically, uh, I went and gave a talk at Miami Dade College, and then the NBA season shut down. I was like, all right, I guess we're shutting down. And I told my employees just stay home. And yeah. We never opened back up until like September 14th. Yeah. No, I got it. Um, so the week before the pandemic actually happened was actually the week before Ultra, the week before Winter Music Conference. So not to necessarily get into numbers whatsoever, but like. That that is probably the second for my concierge company, the second and third um, biggest revenue weekend for me in the year. Um, 
And literally, I had like five or six, maybe even seven clients ready to go, spending a ton of money. Um, and I was ready to give them that experience. And then the pandemic happens. Hey, guess what? We're going to be shutting down. So um, thank God for like deposits that, you know, deposits always good. Everybody get a deposit if you need to, <laughs> to secure your bank. Um, but um, that was obviously definitely minuscule. And then um, the concierge and the nightlife, obviously, and everything else pretty much shut down. And um, I definitely went into a level of... Um, anxiety, like a little bit of a depression as well, too, um, which obviously everybody goes through mental health, but I'm huge in mental health as well, too. Uh, for my podcast, I've definitely had conversations with that. Um, but it got to the point where I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. I'm like, you know, so I had this like this this really successful company, but like I just didn't know how to pivot. So I really thought myself, I was like, you know what? Let me take a week to really grind and really kind of think and really kind of manifest what I need to do. And then um, I got this text from like one of my one of my boys. He was like, "Hey, um, you know, you're a great person. You're a great entrepreneur. But what you are really great as well is creativity, is content. Why in God's name did you actually just derive and actually just?" go away from what you are great at, which pretty much makes you into more of an entrepreneur that you are. That's why I call myself a creative entrepreneur. So I was like, damn, you know what? You're right. So um, I fired up the photos, the, 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 the cameras. I fired up, you know, the Viagra, the, the, uh, the cameras and everything else too. And, you know, I just got back into just like creating content. And I started creating content for myself first. And then that's when I realized, like, you know what? Okay. When I had the photo and video business, it was great, but it wasn't to a point where it can be scalable to enough where I can really impact people's lives, especially during this pandemic as well, too, because we are at a point now where, you know, I feel like everybody needs each other, you know, like you can't do everything pretty much by yourself. So I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to really just dive in into like, you know, the outer skirts or like kind of like the more encompassing realm when it comes to content, which is media. So that's when pretty much I started VCB Media. And um, it's, it's very, very content and it's very, very creative driven. And um, yeah, that's pretty much, you know, my goals now because I think my goals right now, man, is that I am pretty much, I do not only want to have that experience happen to me again because we, a lot of people lost a lot, a lot of money, a lot of businesses, a lot of people too. And I feel like if you do have a business you should have an exit strategy or maybe not say not necessarily an exit strategy, but more so like a safety net and your safety net needs to be something where it can actually not only catch yourself, but also catch catch the people that's around you as well too. So that's why I created the media company because you know what, like that's something that can definitely be internal, you know? And you, I mean, do you feel like you're going to still do both? Or gonna yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny because uh, the, my personality that I have, um, first of all, number one, I feel like, you know, you can definitely do everything, but you just can't do it all at once. <laughs> that, that's the key, you know what I'm saying? And also, too, for to do everything that you want to do, you have to have um, definitely a team. You have to have, like, a level of, of, a, of an intelligence of delegation to be able to, like, really, really kind of, like, you know, compartmentalize and definitely separate and definitely, like, you know, um, 
just divide and give the task to certain people that they, that can definitely you know pretty much do the job, and that's just me. Like people think that like I'm on like a, like a one man band man, but I'm not. Like I have a team of like you know 10, 15 people when it comes to every single business. I have other businesses as well too, but just to talk about the concierge and the, and, the, and the media as well too. I have people in place that I feel like I can definitely empower. And then, you know, for instance, like I was telling you before, like, you know, I have a person just for social media marketing. I just have a person for social media content, video, photo um, for my concierge. Like I have a director of transportation, a director of security. So I think that's one thing, like I definitely tell like people who like follow me and um, definitely want some type of advice and guidance is that, you know, you have to learn like the art of delegation. The art of delegation is something that I feel like it's not really spoken about because I feel like entrepreneurs just want to just take the... The hype and that you know, like just the you know the credit all for themselves. But true entrepreneurs do not worry about themselves, but they actually put on other people and pretty much give them you know the uh, the position to be empowered yeah. to do what they love. I think one of the hardest things to do is when you start a business and you do it yourself in the beginning is to make that transition to trust other people to do it, knowing they might be successful, but you can't give them that. Yeah, that, that, but that, that rope to yeah, but but here's the thing though man like so yes when I, when, I, when people talk to me or they're like oh yeah um you know honestly like i want to build a business i want to build a scalable business i want to have like a, a hundred or t- 300 men or women men and women like agency but i can't trust anybody i'm like well you're never gonna do it <laughs> i'm like no like if if you do not trust people first of all here's the thing i feel like at the end of the day, and this is one thing that I can't really take credit for myself, but I can definitely give credit and cite Gary V. At the end of the day, everything is your fault. Yeah. Everything is your fault. Yeah. So guess what? So it doesn't matter if you trust people or not. You know what I'm saying? Even though you trust people, like, yes, you have to basically, you know, give them that um, validation to be able to do a job. But you are your last line of defense when you are the number one, when you are the CEO. So that's my mindset. You have to pick up the slack yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know what, like, you know, um, that's for people who say that they don't trust anybody. I do think that is a a little bit of a note when it comes to um, not being really like accountable, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, or not wanting accountability. Because it's like, you know, once you put people on, like, you're the person that previously, you know, hired that person. So it's like, once you do that, then guess what? Like, that's a reflection on you. You know what I'm saying? Me, I understand that I am like the alpha and the omega when it comes to my companies. So the people who I put on, I understand it's my responsibility to pretty much give them the tools of success. You know what I'm saying? And it's, so I grew up in an era where, you know, it's kind of the, the carrot and the stick. Like, I was more motivated. Got it. Got it. And when I first became into my own my, my own business, I took that approach with a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I can't do this. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. I had to mm-hmm. learn how to be more motivational. Yeah. And give more incentives to get people to do what I wanted them mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. versus just be a dick. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. It's a hard balance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can curse. I didn't know we yeah, can curse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Okay, cool. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But here's the thing too that I can definitely cite from Gary Vee as well too is that, um, bro, like your employees don't work. Like you work for your employees. You are the person that provides what you need to provide to to pretty much for them to be successful. I tell people all the time, the people that work for me, I'm like, listen, like, yes, I own a company. Yes, I am the CEO. But at the end of the day, 
I need to pretty much give you what is necessary for you to succeed. Therefore, I work for you. Therefore, um, I, I, you know, you guys show a level of because um, at the end, like as far as me personally, like, I'm a very empathetic person. You know, like I'm empath at the end of the day. I think that that can definitely be a uh, kind of like a gift and a curse. Uh, curse as far as like you know, like you kind of overthink things a lot, and like sometimes you kind of read the room a little bit too much or whatever. A blessing, though, when it comes to being an empath, and especially when it comes to, entre- on, on, to be an entrepreneur, is that um, you can really, really understand what people are pretty much going through without even like really speaking to them, you know. And I think that's something that's uh, kind of like a fifth sense type of thing, where um, people—not everybody has it—but that's one of the things I feel like the gifts I have, you know, that God gave me to be able to really connect to like not only my clients but also my my people who who work with me. You know what I'm saying? And that pretty much gives me the tools and actually gives me the um, the driving force to really understand them and work for them to see what I can do for them. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I have that as well. Not, I mean, we almost said on the empath side, but I definitely have a unique ability. This is what I, the reason I'm, I feel like I'm good at marketing is I kind of know what people want and need without them asking me for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also know what my clients want and need without them asking me. Mm-hmm. The combination of doing the marketing really helps. Yeah. Yeah, and plus you do your due diligence anyway, right? Like you know what I'm saying. Like you find out what they need first before you know. Like and that's the kind of thing I've actually worked, uh, um, really, uh, like I really worked on, is um, just uh, finding out what the clients need and then actually presenting it, presenting it to them first. And then they'd be like, oh, shit, like, wow, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Versus like, okay, what do you need? And then like, you know, the meeting happens. It's like, okay, we're just wasting time. And then I have to go back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. time is everything. Like, time is like, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, definitely. And let's talk about your podcast. Because yes. You have two different podcasts. Yes. So I have, so, um, yes, I do a lot. I know I do. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, the two podcasts I have is uh, The Convos with Bishop. Which is kind of like a Joe Rogan type of like one-on-one style, which um, I uh, was hopefully one of these days. I'm trying to get you on there. Um, that would be definitely dope. Uh, it would definitely be a you know one-on-one style, trying to get to know the person and like you know it doesn't have to be just entrepreneurs, but people who are just like doing dope shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. People who are just like kind of killing in Miami or anywhere else, and how I can definitely bring bring value to my audience through them, and also try to you know propel and elevate their brand as well too with my platform so it's kind of like a wash hand pretty much what I do yes pretty yes pretty yeah I pretty much same same, same shit mm-hmm. just me interviewing people doing cool stuff in Miami. yeah yeah networking building that, that yeah network really definitely well. definitely yeah and then the other podcast I have which um it's kind of it's definitely unique, man. I feel like it's called a Lab Podcast Series. That one happens maybe about maybe once or twice a month, and that's kind of like a roundtable of um, different people to talk about different topics. So yesterday, because you know everybody knows that you know the election is happening, you know, in a, in a few days, and I had a, a few people come in, and we talked about you know Donald Trump and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and pretty much you know candidates that's trying to you know run for president. Um, the great thing about the Lab Podcast that I love and I feel like nobody else has. Is that um, so? The reason why it's a lab is because think about the chemistry. So chemistry, you have different elements, right? Different, like you know, H2O. So what does what does H2O make up? You know, hydrogen and oxygen, right? Am I right? Okay, cool. Yeah, chemistry wasn't really my my, my forte. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So um, just so with those elements, they make water, right? But there's some elements that happen in the periodic table that can you can mix, but they combust. That's the same thing when it comes to people. That's the same thing when it comes to you know 
people and like, you know, different opinions and different values. But at the end of the day, the goal of the Lab Podcast series is to give people um, insight and different insights from different people. So say, for instance, like when I did the podcast, right, I had a Democrat, I had a Republican, I had a moderate. Somebody who's like a Republican that's like, you know, has their views as a conservative, here's a person from a Democrat that's a liberal, like, you know what? I'm this way, but I kind of do resonate what this Democrat is talking about. And they actually learn something. So my main goal is for the live podcast series is to find a common goal, a common ground for everybody to be able to learn, you know, um, because having conversation and, you know, just being uh, very, very, um, yeah, have, having, having a conversation definitely, you know, definitely. You're purposely creating opposing views. To create yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it can be pretty much everything. Like, for instance, um, the next episode we're going to do maybe in two weeks, we are actually going to have a conversation on like just like entrepreneurs who are single. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So just entrepreneurs who are single and just kind of like, you know, because I'm. I'm well, that could be that could be. Well, here's well here's the thing though that could that could that could that could be the also issue and one of the topics that we can actually happen too. You know, what I'm saying like, why are you single-ish? You know, and like, um, yeah, situationships. You know, but like, I feel like um, loneliness and being single is a huge, huge little bit of like epidemics happening right now in entrepreneurship right now, where a lot of entrepreneurs are not being really understood by their counterparts or not really understood by people who are not entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've kind of done both. Uh, and I would tell you that sometimes it is easier to be single because you have so much stress. You can't really explain why you're stressed all the time to someone. You yeah. can't really understand yeah. the anxiety that you So can you, can you, so how about this? So can you date, like, what, 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 like can you date a person that's either, what, a 95 or does it have to be a, per, a girl that has to be an entrepreneur? Like, no. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think if she has a nine to five, I think it's probably easier if she just has a structured life. Mm-hmm. But what if she doesn't understand you though? See yeah. that—that's the conversation. Well, I mean, I think it depends. I think if you're a struggling entrepreneur, it's much harder. Mm. Got it, got it, got it, like, got it. successful, but he's having a bad day. Yeah. But if you're struggling through it and you're a startup, you, you probably need to be single. Yeah. Yeah. Women don't want to be a guy that's no. together. No, know? definitely not. Yeah. someone who's got it together. So mm-hmm. if you're like established and you can afford to go to dinners and provide some kind of lifestyle, yeah. she's yeah. way more understanding. Yeah. And if you're just figuring it out, mm-hmm. she's not going to understand that period because she's like, I don't get it. You're working every day and you're not. Yeah, yeah. For, for somebody to really understand that they have to be entrepreneurial. Yeah. Well, yeah. Really, you know, we're not talking about Wisconsin. No, definitely not. We're, we're not in fucking South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to me, like, that's what I would say. And I also noticed that if I'm struggling, I tend to distance myself from relationships. Mm-hmm. I need to work through it. Yeah. And I don't need the extra stress. Yeah. But then what happens, though, is that I feel like, so say, for instance, like for me, right? Um, right now, I'm pretty much going through what I pretty much need to go through, right? Um I mean, I'm not a startup anymore, but like you know, obviously we still have our growing pains, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Honestly, tell you the truth, low key, I feel like a startup again. Honestly, because of the pandemic, I feel like everything is like ground zero again. But it is what it is. Um, But like, so what? I feel like, what do men do? Like, 
when they're, when they're entrepreneurs? Like, do they find the woman first? What did 21 Savage say? They don't build, they just move in. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Women don't build, they just move in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 I hear you. Uh, but but you need to find a woman. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, though, you know, like not everyone's like that. You need to find a woman that can build with you, right? So if you find a woman that can build with you, that can be great. But then if you don't find that woman first and you actually build without that woman and then you try to find somebody, it's like, oh, man, you only want me for my fucking money. Like, see, well, that that's the... We're getting into some, like, serious topics. Yeah. Because, see, I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah. That way because I initially don't like it because of how she looks. Mm-hmm. So we're both going to start on a very superficial Got thing. it. Got it. It's going to last long term if she actually likes me and actually likes me. So the initial uh, attraction is going to be you're successful. I think you can provide me with a certain life. Mm-hmm. I want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're going to start there. <laughs> like, Yo, Will, Will is funny. You're funny, bro. Like, <laughs> let's keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's, I'm not offended if a girl, if I know that's her initial attraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm only basing on how she looks anyway. Yeah. So we're both starting from the same. Yeah. And honestly, here's another thing too is, is that I feel like the common denominator for everything right now is the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So guess what? Just fucking worry about yourself. Just build. Know your worth, King. Just, 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 you know, and Queen too, you know, because there's all obviously entrepreneur, you know, women as well too. Like just, I feel as of right now, the pandemic is a reset and it's kind of like a recalibration of everything. And especially for me, not only just business-wise, but also like, you know, personally as well too. Life-wise too, you know? So it's like, for me, I'm like, you know what? Let me just focus on what I need to do and then I can worry about That's everything else later. That's my advice to anyone, not that I'm at a level where I can say, oh, I, I've made it, but I've made enough in my life to know that you have to go through periods where you just put your head down and work. Yeah. And especially if you're in business for yourself, like you provide for all these people, you mm-hmm. service to all these other people. Mm-hmm. You have to see that bigger vision of like, yeah, I got to provide for all this. Like, yeah. I don't need personal relationships. That's what you sacrifice mm-hmm. by being the guy. Yeah. By being the yeah. man. If you're the best on the team, you probably make sacrifices that yeah. players don't make. Yeah. You're in the gym. Being the number one, man, being the number one can be very, very lonely, bro. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, you know. Usually what I do is I go through runs where I make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I need a girl. She takes it. I lose it. I start it. <laughs> it's a cycle. <laughs> It's a never ending cycle. This is my cycle. Of life. I got you. I got you. Not a yeah, I got you. Yeah. Hey, I mean, can't live with them, can't live without them, right? <laughs> you know, so um, but yeah, man, it's 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 pandemic is definitely something that like I feel like we definitely we all learned from and we can pretty much take um off of a uh something where like you know we could pretty much grow from, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, as of right now, I'm single, I'm just just trying to just figure it out and you know i kind of got a, a reminder actually last week friday it's like you know what you need to focus on yourself <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah 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 i was yeah. going out when you, have, when you have other people that work for you there's always that pressure of you got to make sure it's right for them mm-hmm. and then you you know then it's for you and then yeah. you get to enjoy it yeah um, but so far it's a great episode. Is there anything else that maybe I didn't ask that you want to mention? Talk about? Uh, man, um, no, I'm just I'm just happy to be here. Honestly, man, um, I'm just you know hopefully this this episode and you know f- that can definitely bring value to you to your group, yeah, um, and um, yeah, uh, I think uh, if we need to wrap, so we're gonna yeah, wrap yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yes. All right. So um, yeah. So uh, obviously, like I said uh, my name is Marvel Bishop, uh, Mister No Way But Up, the Master of Delegations, the uh, Ace of All Trade, the Walking Icebreaker. That's pretty much like kind of like my mantra. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, at Marvel Bishop, 
at Marble Bishop everywhere. Um, for uh, the concierge service is a Bishop Exec Services that's on IG, and uh, the media company is V as in Victor, C as in Charlie, B as in Boy Media, and that's on all uh, all platforms. Awesome, my man. Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Can't wait to do it again.